This episode of Vic's Basement is brought to you by EB Games. Support us by buying your video games at EB Games. Welcome to my basement, everybody. Hey. A little bit different this time. We have a bunch of buddies. Ben Silverman, Marissa Roberto, Jose Sanchez, Sean Hatton, Steve Tilly. This is uh, part of the Fan Expo Posse. Brought to you by Starbucks, apparently. Uh, Starbucks, uh, yeah. Yeah, I was hiding it, but... Right, yes. Uh, yeah, Raju Mudar is with us at the in Expo. Spirit, in spirit. In spirit. He's and Scott with Jones us. is with us in spirit. Yeah. <laughs> They're like Jesus. But we, we thought it, it would be fun to uh, get together and shoot as close to live as we possibly can. We still haven't figured out how to do that on the road it's yet. Technology, man. It is technology. It's more people and more stuff to manage than we can currently do. But right. we're all here. Welcome, everybody. Yeah. Welcome yeah. to yeah. yeah. your basement. Your basement's unbelievable. Which is suspiciously boardroom. It's like a boardroom. Garage door that you can't really see. That's yeah. kind of weird. It's the ever moving basement. Remember the basement we had in, uh, in Los Angeles? I like that, that basement. We had a nice ocean breeze, yeah. <laughs> bottle of wine. Yeah. It's better. A lot of wire. I miss out on that. So what's uh, what's going on in the games industry right now that we should uh, comment on and talk about? Should we talk about the Zoe Quinn stuff or skip right over that? Because everybody no else one's is. no one's talking about that. Yeah, it's, no one. <laughs> I think it's, it's a good topic. It. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it, a lot of misogyny. It's finally being addressed, mm-hmm. well, right? Yeah. It was. I feel like it comes in waves. You and I were talking about this. It yeah. comes in waves. So we talk about it for a long time, and then it goes away. And mm-hmm. then now the next wave is here, and it's even bigger than the one before. That's yeah. awesome. um, it is like a tsunami. It's like hurricane wave. season, but yeah, yeah, but a, a hurricane of misogyny. So yeah, um, yeah, and then because lately hurricane I'm just, misogyny. Getting, Can we just talk about that yeah. name? Because <laughs> I've been getting a lot of uh, just people tweeting at me saying. Um, I love you. You look fabulous. No, no, but like anti all of my feminists. More than more than usual, like yeah, right more now? than usual, just because of all of this. Mm. Um, People are craziness. threatened. Sin City so, too. Yeah, calling me a misandrist. Is that what that is? Yeah. I'm against men. Yeah. Uh, which is not the case at all. I'm against um, men. Okay. So <laughs> I love women. Yeah. I love women. I'm the uh, opposite of. Misogynist. A misogynist. Yeah. Yes. I mean, so, you're an ogynist. Regular old fashioned ogynist. Just ogynist, yeah. yeah. Ogyny. Okay, that's nice. Uh, no, I don't, like, I just don't know, I don't know how to... I, I just don't know what people it. want. I mean, do they want women to just be objects and not have a chance to have opinion and well, have a yeah. voice? We're all objects, and, Victor. We're all yeah. objects. You know, it's sad. This is not coming from, I think, you know, reasonable people. I mean, this, yeah. is, right. this entire thing is coming from people who are... You know, looking for fights. They're yeah. looking yeah. to express what are often completely ridiculous, backwards, childlike notions of sexuality and men and women. Yeah. I think a lot of these people are actually children, yeah. whether they're, you know, actually children by age or just yeah. by where their brains are at. Um, and unfortunately, there the internet allows for a vocal minority to yeah. be a vocal majority. At least it sounds like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I don't think this is coming from you know most of the internet. It's just yeah. they're incredibly loud and noisy, and it's drowning out you know the reasonable good people. Yeah, but so by that nature, I think that it becomes uh, silly to spend a lot of time talking about talking a minority. Yeah. yeah. You know that is it really gives them power. It, it does. Them voice. And I think really. What we should say as a as a uh, you know a media industry around this stuff is that it's wonderful to have this bubble up, this discussion finally come to the forefront, and it's about time. And it means that change is imminent. And I think that a lot of the frustration that's being expressed is, uh, you know, this is my own read on it, is this just that it's games aren't the same anymore. 
you know, yeah. and that freaks people out. Yeah. And we talk about it too as people that comment on the industry like crazy, like it's changing before our eyes, mm -hmm. but for the better as well. Yeah, but know? these are also, you know, the, the ironic thing is a lot of the people who are griping about games diversifying and games being inclusionary and actually, you know, showing the experiences of people who aren't bald-headed space marines, no offense, Steve. Yeah, um, never been a space Even though games are trying to, uh, <laughs> trying to you know, uh, break out and tell different stories, the same people who are griping that they don't want that change are also bitching and moaning about, it's the same Call of Duty exactly. every year, it's yeah. the same Assassin's Creed. Yeah. It's kind of like right. people are just perpetually unhappy, yeah. and those yeah. unhappy people are just finding new targets every year to go after. Is there yeah. not like there seems to be a greater amount of toxicity in, in, the, in the industry, or at least the, the community, or at least this, this one aspect of the community. I don't remember it being this bad. I mean, we've always bitched and moaned about games. Yeah. We've always had things complain about, but it, but it just seems to reach a level where there's there's so much poison out there, whether it's directed at women or directed at the industry or directed at each other. And I don't know, what, what, where is this coming from? Why is it's, it bubbling up so much now? I, I think it's easy targets. I mean, people couldn't behave and act like this with, uh, uh, you know, political celebrities or cele you know celebrities yeah. they just couldn't they and couldn't well, they send death to, threats they tried to and then yeah, swat the rocks yeah. 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 what's interesting yeah. about this is uh, in this age of internet stardom you could be famous on the internet but it's different from being famous from movies or TV because those folks have you know they've got money they've got the means to yeah. you know have people Kill go you. after you yeah. if you say something <laughs> terrible or, yeah. or they can have bodyguards they can have a house in in like a secluded area with yeah. a fence and security system. Right, where most know, people in the games business Yeah, we're are just regular guys. <laughs> guys. Yeah. 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 And you know, worse, not worse, not definitely not worse, but maybe different bad, um, is not just the kind of anti-woman crusaders that are making all this noise, it's also the people who are going after indie developers. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. That to me is ludicrous. Yeah. This concept that these people who are like, in their garages, you know, bleeding from the fingers, trying to make a living yeah. and aren't making a living, and no. now you're going to go after them for well, making and, games. It's like, what are you? What, and what, truthfully, I don't get it. that was the only option left to a lot of these people who used to work in a lot of these big studios that we report on mm -hmm. as being continually squashed or closed down or you know reformatted, refitted for whatever the the whims of the publishing industry are this week. And so these people are deciding to go off on their own and, and take huge risks. Ryan Payton, who's a friend of all of ours, is a great example of that. Yeah. Left huge titles to go off and see what he can do, you know? And I, I think, uh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're honestly, and they're the future of the business. Let's, let's be honest here. Like, these guys will eventually have all of the power because they do not need to uh, care about where their games get published, mm -hmm. you know? They don't need to worry about allegiances or exclusivities or... They can just make the game, and eventually the best games are going to get all of the attention, and it won't matter what machine they're played on. And these are the guys, these people that are making these games that are going to have all of that, that say about the future of our industry. Well, it's, so, it's so weird to go after Yeah, it's so weird to go after them. Yeah, it's just, yeah. we should no be sense. supporting them. And this is the whole, you know, the Zoe Quinn thing. We don't have to get into the, the nuts and bolts of it, because Lord knows enough people have, and mm -hmm. I don't think it's worth dredging any of that stuff up. But, I mean, the one thing I will say as an offshoot of, of that, is that 
maybe the weirdest thing that's come out of all the hate is the hate poured on the game press all of a sudden again. Yeah. Yeah. We're all in a giant conspiracy mm-hmm. and we're all, you know, <laughs> back, you know, having back rubs and, uh, you know, a blowjob parties with people. Oh, people oh, I want to know where those parties are at, man. <laughs> I never get invited to these things. Yeah, sadly, uh, neither have I. Yeah. Yeah. 20 years of this career and I've uh, never had a blowjob party. So, Damn uh, it. Jose? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what's uh, <laughs> all of this stuff just reminds me of uh, things from my childhood where you know, yeah, <laughs> no, but what do you do when lot. you have a kid? You tell your kid, listen, do unto others as you would have them yes. do unto you. You know, it's a golden rule, and just be a nice person. Just don't be a dick. Put positive dick. energy out there. Don't be a dick. Mm-hmm. And then also, two wrongs don't make a right. These are like mm-hmm. basic. Being a decent person yeah. rules yeah. that are just completely ignored by so well, many people. Look at this setup right here. We have one woman with us right now, representing a really visible and empow- a powerful and important part of the consumptive audience in this space. Mm-hmm. This is wrong. Yeah. You know, there should be a lot more. There should be a lot more women in this space. Marissa, yeah. it, you know, and she's very aware of it. There are very few women that have a platform to communicate around this. Vic, stuff. if you're trying to fire me, just say it. No, but I, I mean, we, it's, it's time to change. The bush. It's, I can't take it's it. time for DC to have a fucking Wonder Woman movie. It is time yeah. for you know True Detective to maybe not get all of the the applause and the love because of the shitty way that women are portrayed and treated in that that show that got yeah. an unnecessary amount of critical praise, in my opinion. You know, I, like, th- I thought it was a great show. It's you're a cool show, it. but it's you, it's, you know, I want to do a show oh. with two. Chicks who make meth and call it breaking broads. <laughs> nice. Nice, Jose. Yeah. 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 That'll push everything point. very, very much, much kind of forward. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Direct, what are you saying? Girls Dice. can't make meth? I mean, we're starting to go in that direction. We're, I feel like people that are making these things are feeling that. Tim Schaefer had a great tweet. He actually tweeted Anita Sarkeesian. Um, yeah. And her um, women in games and how they're portrayed, and he got so much hate back toward yeah. him. But the fact that he's saying this to people that are making games, people that make games should watch this video. Yeah. He's absolutely right. People that make movies should watch that yeah. video. Well, too. and it's not to to placate women. It's no. to make better stuff. It's exactly. to make more interesting, you know, flavors. It's to yeah. it's to build better content. Right. You know, like have different perspectives. Mm-hmm. I love the conversations I have with you, Marissa. I love yeah. that I get to have a different viewpoint on this space and that it, you look at the world differently than I do. I think yeah. that's fantastic. Do you yeah. think like back in the day when there was only one flavor of ice cream and someone was like, you know what, we should try, we should yeah. try like, we should try butterscotch and people would be like, no, yeah. no. Yeah, if there was, a, death threat, the there was the internet, you know? it would be death threats. And now we've got shops, so many flavors. I love ice cream. Strawberry ice cream. What? Strawberry ice cream? Get out! Yeah, I'll drink your milkshake. I drink Go kill yourself for liking that ice cream. Human beings are are desperately afraid of change. What I think would be interesting, and I thought about this this morning, is I would love to hear. Because obviously, feminist frequency is mm-hmm. at the heart of all of this stuff. And I just saw they, they got uh, uh, a lot of the discussion about what's happening with Anita Sarkeesian uh, through Entertainment Weekly actually covered it. So this is about mm-hmm. as mainstream in entertainment press as you can kind of get. But they that covered and it. Basement. And Vic's basement. <laughs> but I would love to hear from you know a female's perspective if they have issues with the way that Anita and Feminist Frequency is coming together. I would love to hear there are, from... Oh, there are yeah. so many. But I want to hear more of that. What is? What are their problems with the discussion that's happening uh, about misogyny well, and about... Well, here, lot, okay, go ahead. Yeah. 
Good. No, oh, you go okay, ahead. Thanks. A lot of it, I feel like a lot of it is centered around the fact that people are afraid of the word feminist. Right. People are afraid of this word because it sounds like a ter- this terrible thing, like we're coming at you with pitchforks. Sounds a lot like terrorists. Women's rights, women's right. rights, just that kind of stuff. When being a feminist just means you, you want equality for yes. everyone. You want yeah. equality for men and mm-hmm. women. So uh, I think if people start to embrace the word a little bit more and not just shy away from it, because that's where a lot of it's coming from. I get, I've been getting a lot of hate lately from women. Um, yeah, and it's it's very strange getting hate from women because I feel like I'm 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 trying to speak up for us. Yeah. So uh, I you're a woman's damage. What's what kind of hate? What um. Well, saying that I should just because I am uh, my audience is mostly men, so really uh, I should cater to Which the is men that watch. Fucking preposterous. What? Yeah. You know? yeah. so, like, we all saying like, no, you should cater but, to. Uh, uh, see, well, I want to tell like, everybody to cater to this because we're probably going to have people that watch this or yeah. listen to this. The secret to our 20 years of longevity yeah. is we're who we are. That's the secret. We're not catering to a demographic or an audience. We're yeah. the, the exact people that you see or hear from us on the shows. Mm-hmm. That's the secret. We're those people. Well, I swear a lot more in real life. Yes. yes. Ben does we swear. All, we all swear a lot more. Yes. And yeah. Sean's never not at a BJ party. But, uh, <laughs> Sean's wearing pants for the first time this week. He's not wearing underwear, so stay there. But, I mean, honestly, like, we... We don't think about that when we go out and talk. And this is no. risky shit to go out and talk about things that are yeah. slightly controversial. But, God, I mean, that's what... No one else really, like, other TV, news, uh, entertainment programs don't really do stuff they don't like get, this. They don't say what they're, you yeah. know, like, and we, we make people... No one gets to say what they feel. Yeah, we get developers up in arms sometimes. I'm mm-hmm. sure some filmmakers see some of our reviews and... Sure. You know, but you know, we're 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 straight up and we're honest with all of this. Sounds stuff. like we're having another BJ party right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, listen, Marissa, I wanted to hear more about what you were saying with, with okay. this mail that you're getting from, or, or message you're getting from yeah. from other. Why women. has it got to be called mail? Right. Why can't we call it female? female. <laughs> um, it's already okay. female. No, no. My question is, uh, is I mean, are you really getting people who like when you're when you when you respond back to these yeah. people and you're say, you know explaining yourself? Mm-hmm. Um, do they? come around and understand it? Is it just like no. a one email that they get upset about? No, like, no, it's, I find that when I engage, because I do like to explain myself and, and, cause I want everybody to understand where I'm coming from. And I do, I try to, um, I try to explain as best as I can. And I, and even when I post something, somebody will reply, the same person will reply with the same, like, yes, I hear what you're saying, but this. But so, I already, like, I already decided I don't yeah, like you exactly. and I don't like what you said, so yeah. I'm going to stick it to you again. But that's, yeah, a lot of people it's have very, already made up their minds, and that's the thing with the internet. People it, have made up their yeah. minds and they're sticking with it. And, with this, it. and when they see a dissenting opinion to their own opinion, yes. it shuts them down mentally right. and they can't handle it. Which we, right. we are, we have thick enough skins as critics to be able to take the criticism. That's yeah. part of the job as well. It's fine. Sure. But we're talking about some fundamental stuff here. And, yeah. it's, and it's that women are presented poorly in the video game industry. They always have been. They're treated poorly. Mm-hmm. The storylines around women in video games have to grow up. But you know what? That's true across almost all media. Yeah, I mean, it, like one of, the, one of the things that was really profound for me as an actor growing up, when I started in, in uh, acting school or in acting class in high school, I was one of two guys. And part of the reason why I went into acting was so I, I would get over shyness so I could go and meet women. Yeah. So that worked out beautifully. Yeah. But it was crazy. Except you met one girl. Well, I met the girl. It was all good. You met the girl. But the, uh, the, the thing that was really clear to me as I worked my way through and got some work and went into professional, you know, like actual acting school, there was tons of women that wanted to be in front of the camera, but not enough women 
behind the camera, not enough women sort of writing the stuff and producing the stuff. And that's still true. And yeah. that's still true in games. And we need to encourage that through discussion and through talk about this stuff. I mean, well, it's, it's bigger than just the entertainment industry. I mean, it's, it's everything, it's, yes. It's the culture of America. It's yes. the culture of the world in many ways. But the, the media business, the entertainment business, we are the, the megaphone. We're the, pro, we're, the, we're the cultural shift, you know? We're the, we're the, this is where it starts. Mm -hmm. We're a, a kind of a, a mind shift has to begin in the in most... In the boardroom. No, well, in, in the, the right now in the, you know, in the in the culture that we create, you know, it has to start there. It has to start in the stories that we write. And, yeah, when we know. have these conversations, though, why does it seem like gaming is the is the medium that that draws the worst of the the reaction to it? Why? I mean, we've had these discussions about female characters in TV and in movies. You don't see mm -hmm. people flooding the forums saying, you know, die, kill yourself. I'm never going to watch movies again. It seems like gaming. I don't know what is it. What it is? It feels well, like. I think we're the internet generation. Yeah. So everybody has a voice. Every gamer is pretty much connected. Yeah. And, and honestly, everybody that's in games is also going to be into movies and television. So all of this is going to filter up. Games is where the, everything starts now. Well, but, but also you know? just think of the language of games. Think of the language of gaming. We, we call it the console war. And we've been calling it the console war yeah. for a long time. Yeah. There's this concept that it's an us versus them, you versus me. Mm -hmm. I mean, Call of Duty uh, culture of kind of shooting each other. I'm sorry to throw Call of Duty under the bus like that, but yeah. you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. There's a real kind of antagonistic mm -hmm. culture that's been in gaming for a long time, and now it can express itself through competition, and there's other ways mm -hmm. people can get that out. But it's just sort of baked into the culture that we have this, like, kind of we butt heads. And so I think yeah. now when it's like... I, you know, I'm upset because there's you know too many women making games or whatever it is. People just the reaction is to be aggressive on the attack, yeah. fire away, yeah. and not yeah. take a step back. That's just what we kind of have built here. So industry. many of our games are are about experiences where we interact with the world via a weapon. You know, so yeah. many of our, whether it's mm -hmm. a, That's a, gun a, or a bow and arrow or something. Mm -hmm. So many of our interactions in games are, are through weapons. So maybe we just need to broaden. We well, do. Yeah, we, we have. We have. We I mean, there's have. a lot of great stuff out there, but we still the core franchises revolve around interacting with weapons. Yeah, I think. To grow out of that, yeah, right? and anybody that's that's critiquing this discussion is critiquing growth. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. is critiquing sure. evolution. Yeah. You know, is saying that no, we want it all to stay the same. They're going to be on the wrong side of history. They're going to be the guys exactly. who are for slavery. Yeah, well, it's well, the same. Right. Well, yeah, and, complaining and, about the the, yeah. the change in the way that, in the attitude that we have with women in games is mm -hmm. the same as complaining about gay rights and it's, gay marriage. Yeah. I was about to it's say, exactly I mean, look what's happening way. there. Yeah. You know, we're seeing the chips fall across yeah. the country in America. I mean, yeah. you know, people are saying we don't want to change, protect traditional values, blah blah blah. And like it's one like, after another, the states are like, nah, it's not going to fly. We like, want know, our traditional we, man marries a woman. They hate each other. Yeah. They get divorced. You know, everyone can believe <laughs> yeah. what they want to believe, but when it comes to rights, it's a totally different situation. And so I think yeah. we're seeing that happen, yeah. obviously, in other ways. And I think it's the same thing in gaming. We're going to start to see... When games like Gone Home and when games mm -hmm. like Papers, Please, when games that say something and mean something... Uh, are getting as much attention as they get yeah. and start to make as much noise as they do, and they are, it's impossible to kind of go backwards from there. You're going to move forward. It might take a while. It might be slow. It might have a lot of you know, growing pains, but I believe that sure. it is going to get smarter. 100%. And the people that are sort of at the, uh, you know, the zenith of the, the cultural sort of uh, uh, you know, wave out there, the, the most savvy 
communicators, the Spielbergs and the Abrams and the Guillermo del Toros, like the people that, you know, creators around the world all look up to, they're all huge fans of video games. They're all very, yeah. very aware and very in tune with the complexities and how tough it is to build this stuff. They have unbelievable admiration mm -hmm. because games are... Uh, an infinitely more difficult thing to, to kind of envision and then build. Right. And it, it, it's also drawing the first crowd in. And a lot of these people are going to grow up to be filmmakers and storytellers and other mediums as well. Mm -hmm. So I, I, you know, I think that's why it is so vocal and so uh, loud right now in games, but I think it will filter out across all the other media. I think, right. I think people that are into creativity first... Uh, right now, and consumption of creativity, probably starting with, you know, six, seven-year-olds in Minecraft right now, mm -hmm. you know, and those are our future storytellers, yeah. and so that's what they're catching wind of, you know, just put put ourselves back in, in uh, you know, pre-adolescent ages and thinking about our first exposure to video games mm -hmm. and our discussions around them. That's what those kids are getting. And right how quickly now. the demographic has changed. Yes. Even since I started, uh, not just gaming, but started with the show, how women have like, half of gamers now yeah. are women. Yeah. That that's it. That's amazing how it's grown that much in such a short amount of time. It's because of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and yet you're one of so few voices out there. You know. Well, which is okay. I, I, I talking mean, about. It, I mean, I can I could put on the paint for sure, and I could read the lines. I mean, I could do that, but why? But why would I? Why would I do that? Why would I waste this opportunity? I feel yeah. like I should talk about things that matter and express my opinion. So, right. I mean, there's sure, there are opinion doesn't there are, matter, Marissa, there, are there are the other women so. out there doing uh, stuff like this. I think, but I think more of us need to speak out about it. Yeah. About equality. Yeah. Just equality, not so women over men. Just equality. It's messy. Yeah. There's there's uh, vernacular that people are getting hung up on. Yeah. Like the, the, uh, the, uh, <laughs> but the, the heart of this, I think, is, uh, is a, a shift. We're in the midst yeah. of it, you know? And I think it, it exists at, uh, at every level of games. We were just talking about Oculus Rift and how I'm, I'm slightly terrified of the solitary nature of it, yet I'm the only one that hasn't tried it yet. So. It's because we're scared. We're scared. Because we don't know. Yeah. Make a, yeah. On the Oculus, <laughs> take it off and just be like a thick layer of cake. I think this is the hair fear. He the hair is transferred to. I'd just be smudgy mess is you, what I would be. You'd be, you'd be patient zero in that. therapies. Yeah. <laughs> you'd be the VR pink guy, patient zero. That's true. It's making us less It is, but I think the technology will evolve. I mean, by the time Ruby's of age, the technology will evolve. Yeah, the context. glasses you put on. What's wrong? You're solitary. connected to everybody. What's wrong with? I mean, I, I'm sorry. I gotta say well, this. Like the every people that are online. Well, there's, well, there's something wrong with being like all the time by yourself oh, constantly. Oh, sure. like, all the Batman well, games are solitary. Well, not no, just solitary. I know, I'm just saying, like, like I'm. I don't know about you guys, but I'm a little burnt these days. Wait, actually, I'm gonna amend this. I am totally burnt <laughs> on every game I play. I have to connect with 400 yes. people. I gotta yeah. play online. I gotta play MMOs. You gotta have this kind of thing. You have to have people on your yeah. this, and you have to constantly be connected and playing with other people. Mm -hmm. I don't really play video games for that experience yeah. ever. I mean, yeah. I've been playing them since there were video games. I mean, mm -hmm. had a Pong machine. Yeah, and I've never really looked at it like I gotta sit around with a million people and play. Like I've done that, and it's fun, and there's a place for that. But I can't believe that this is. 
like the, we're going to head in this direction where we all always have to play together. I love to sit there by myself for mm-hmm. hours and play a video okay, game. Okay, but do you not like uh, enjoying seeing your wife pass by while you're playing a game, just knowing that she's there? She knows better than I feel like when I see her all the time. I know, but when, it, when you strap on the Oculus, you, that's it. There's nothing else around you. You're in. And you're not with I don't think anymore. she wants me looking See, at her all the time. Okay. I got creepy <laughs> eyes when I look at that okay. woman. I'll be like, eh, you know what I think? She's, no, she, I got a little mask on. She's like, yeah, at least she's not looking at me. She's scratching herself. It's good. I definitely see where you're coming from with that. Like, I play games, I mean, other than playing them to review them for work, I play them because it's like a nice escape from the everyday. You know, you go in there, you play a game for like an hour or so, and then you're done. Like, you get to experience a new world, which I think is probably one of the best things about video games, is getting to do things that you would otherwise never yes. really get to do. Right. And like be Batman. Like be Batman. Or be Super Mario, you know. Have, uh... They have not announced great... the Batman VR game yet, so I have not been super excited yet. <laughs> but imagine, though, when it comes with, like, when the, there's the, the cowl cover for the <laughs> Oculus. <laughs> so Vix is going to be sitting there like, <laughs> with the bad eyes. I'll paint little glowy eyeballs on the front. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I'm just going to be downstairs in my basement. Marcy! Where's Ruby? Where's Ruby? Leave Batman alone right Where is he? <laughs> Where's Ruby? Batman's busy, Ruby. Daddy's playing games again. <laughs> Where are they? No, but I mean, I, I just, I think that fear, Vic, and I mean, we were talking about the fear being that, you know, your daughter is going to, like, grow up with this <laughs> Oculus Rift strapped to her head for eight years or something. Right. I don't know. I mean, I have a son. I have a, you know, a, yeah. a little baby boy, and I think about that, too, but... I don't, I don't think that, you know, this technology is going to be the thing that screws him up from going outside and playing and being a normal kid. I think that's going to be me. I'm yeah. going to screw that well, up because I'm going to be like, oh, wait, I haven't been outside in five days? we got to stop think, playing. Yeah, and I think that might be my point of reference here, too, because it is like, you know, water for Aquaman for me. You know, like I need games in my bloodstream, and that's what I worry about, I think. I, I, and obviously this is you know fed into this passion and fed built this business and we've been able to do these shows and you know so much good has come out of that drive but I feel like there's so much danger in letting that consume your entire life and now what we're talking about putting these screens that are two inches from your face on your head for hours at a time I just think you know like how much more reality are we going to but escape from? People are already really like inches away from their phone all the time. I, yeah, I, I, that's not good. That. And you know, I, I, and as much as I've been a proponent of this thing from the beginning, and I love it, it scares the shit out of me that I walk down the street looking at this, and I look up and at other people, and everybody's looking at it, and everybody's yeah. having dinner like this. Experiencing the world through a tiny screen yes. instead of yes. This. And this is what Oculus Rift gives you. You get this. <laughs> that is <laughs> why it's cool. True. You know what else but, gives you that? Outside. Outside, yes. exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's moderation. It's a time and a place for outside, right? Vic, it's, it's really moderation, young. right? Mm. We're not going to... Well, hopefully we're not going to see... Well, I think about me people have this on as a kid time. with Oculus Rift. I probably never would have left outside. That's, I think, what I'm seeing right yeah, now. Yeah, but you know what? I, I think, you know, maybe I'm only speaking for you and me and maybe Steve. The fair skin uh, guys? Yeah. Uh, the white guys. I'm only talking about the white guys here. Um, no, no, no. Uh, men of a, of a certain age, I guess it's true even though if you grew up with maybe an S, SNES or something, like when that, when, when that was the big system. Yeah. But when I was a kid, the game systems that I played, they were ours. 
My parents did, I had nothing to do with that. Yeah. They didn't understand gaming uh, at all. I'm uh, like, yeah. I want an Atari or I want a ColecoVision. And they didn't get it. They never played. They didn't understand the vernacular. Yeah. I love that word. Yeah. They use it more and more. <laughs> uh, the vocabulary. They didn't get any of it. Yeah. So I think that was where it was like our personal thing. Yes. And so when we grew up like that, yes, we could spend 10 hours with yeah, a VR play, helmet I on. I played uh, Enduro on the Atari 2600 for like 10 hours. And that's straight. like a terrible game. I know. Like well, just, there's no end to it. Right. You're just like, you're at night and you can barely yeah, see yeah, your you just There's no time. end. You just drive and then you find the rhythm and it's just like, holy shit, I can't stop. And, and I can't grab. I'm still for playing life. this forever. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And maybe that happened again now. with the NES and maybe with the SNES. But I think after that, Games became everybody's, like not just because of the Wii, but right. because the people who grew up in the you know seventies and eighties with game machines were having, were kids. having kids, and we understood it. And so that should have never happened. We by can, the way, we should kids. never have grown up. No, well, it's a generation. We make a movie about that. Gener- Tom Hanks should be. There, it's a generation <laughs> unprepared for parenting. Yeah. And now, like, oh, I got to be a parent. So just waiting for that game to come out. Hey, parenting. I gotta, I gotta so go do some chores. So here, go. Uh, Go in EB Games, and, and now we uh, we we'll let EB Games run. Yeah, let you you, you uh, <laughs> run around in this store and bug the employees. Uh, I see that a lot. That does actually. happen. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, for sure, there's bad parents. But I do that with my well, kids. For sure, there's bad parents. For sure, there's bad parents. I'm a bad. You know that. I'm terrible. I mean, look at all these kids on the internet. I haven't you know, seen my kids yours. But I, I do think though the difference is that games are so ubiquitous now. It's mm-hmm. it's it, it entertains. They entertain all kinds of people. It's not just for kids. And I don't think that obsession is necessary. Right. I, I don't think it's not there, but I think it's it, you're able to con- deal with it better. I mean, kids now aren't really playing games necessarily on their PS4s. They're playing it on their iPhone. They're learning games in different ways. They're, yeah. they're used to games being a part of their background in a different way. Yeah. So I don't think it's necessarily going to be that kids are going to be obsessing over the Oculus Rift. I think we're going to obsess over the Oculus Rift. Interesting. You're so right. People yeah. who people are listening to the podcast right now can't see the, that. Can't Jose see and Sean are coming. Only. Yeah. There's, there's going on. No. It's America and Canada coming together. <laughs> I love We're it. <laughs> this is it's going to be audio only. No, we have oh, video. Oh, okay. yeah. We got it all covered. We, we spent all this time. time there for. I know. We spent all the time there. setting up the camera. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, so out of what's coming up, because Marissa and I get to talk about this all the time, and we're on Twitch, people ask us all the time, what are we yeah. most looking forward to? I say Batman Arkham Knight every week. Yeah. Uh, so um, you guys have all played... Oculus is Oculus what you are most excited about? Yeah. Oculus games. Uh, that's, 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 that's a loaded still question. A, still waiting for a killer, killer app. Oculus. How many people have killer instinct on Oculus? <laughs> All the stuff we've seen has been kind of uh, tech demo y. Um, yeah. I want to see a full open world game designed around Oculus mm-hmm. or something like that. I, I want to see Star Wars Oculus. Rogue Squadron come back that'd be for awesome. Oculus. Yeah, yeah. yeah that'd be yeah. good. Yeah. 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 I'm excited for No, listen, I'm excited for the games. I am. I know I am. I just uh, I I just I worry about our our attachment to screens, you know. And this is coming from me. All right, this is a coming man from attached to screens. Yeah, okay. robot guy. Screen you know, man. like I'm blinky looking. light. Look, it's squirrel. You know, more like, immediate, like that for my whole life. So I'm worried about that for though, yeah. like Oculus. That's still far off. Yeah. But I am uh, closer to that. I'm looking forward to lunch. Lunch, yes. food, yeah, uh, yeah. Meeting up with some more fans of EP and reviews on the run because yes. we're, we're at the Fan Expo. <laughs> yes, we are. Yeah, so we're going to yes. be doing that. Those aren't games. <laughs> 
game. Well, it kind of feels like, like, like it was a game. Yeah, it kind of meant a game. Life. I don't yeah. know. If, did you, you really inventory? ask about what games, though? Well, well people just in general, I'm excited about things. We talk about video games a lot on the show. Yeah, people have seen the show. Game talk. I'm excited about. pretty serious today. I'm excited about Far Cry. Far Cry Four. Yeah, that looks awesome. We got to play a bit of it. Yeah, we did. We're allowed to say that we played it now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yes. It's really cool. Everyone oh, plays yeah. it with Steve. That's the Tagger. thing to do. I played it with you at E3. Yeah. That's right. God. We were trying to co-op, but we were not. I can't wait to go online and, and do yeah. co-op with my buddies Danny Cody about? and Donald um, Glover. I want to play Evolve. Yeah. Evolve is really cool. It sucks that a lot of stuff, Batman, you know, Evolve, like games that are just getting pushed to next year. What It's exciting because, you know, this year started off and everybody was complaining about... There's not enough good games. We've got these new consoles. We're not getting it. And there was all this promise of we're going to get all this great shit at the end of the year or the beginning of next year. 2015 is going to be incredible. With all the games that are getting pushed, they're just like, how can we make 2015 even more exciting so people will hopefully go out and buy consoles this holiday to play the seven games that came out during the year? I love it. I'm sorry. I'm not the only guy no, who I, loves I, these I, know, that's what I'm saying. I, I hate when... 17 games come out on October yeah. 7th. Yeah. But that's how, what I'm saying. But now it's going to be 17 games that come out in February again. No, but it's not. They say, all of these have current release dates of sometime in February or March. They're all going to start shifting around. We're going to start getting dates. I would love to have Next year's gonna January be to April have 20 yeah. great games. Because you know what normally happens between January and April? Nothing. I'm yeah, getting Two games come out. Titanfall and Infamous. Well, and now the install base is there too. I mean, you got to be happy if you know, you've been looking at the PlayStation 4 numbers and you're building a PlayStation 4 game, you're going to have a lot of people that are ready yeah. for your title right now, you know, sure, yeah. which is pretty damn cool. Totally. Yeah. What are you looking forward to? Me. You're yeah. To me. Yeah. Dragon Age? Video games? Yeah. I am looking forward to Dragon Age. I, I, I really am excited for that game. And I've, I've put myself on sort of a media blackout for it. I keep trying to ignore mm -hmm. it. Yeah. And they've been very aggressive with their, like, PR campaign. Like, I get... An email, probably three emails a week from them. Yeah. Like with, hey, our newest, uh, you know, background story in Dragon. Yeah. I don't want to know any of it. Like yeah. I feel like it's such a hard part of our job. A lot of people don't know that this is something we constantly deal with. Yeah. Which is like you have to balance this line between learning about a game so that you can write about it and not learning so much about a game so that you've already played. Half yeah. of it in its broken ass beta form before you or actually it, play the game. It's like seeing mind. all the awesome parts yeah. of the movie in the trailer. It's yeah. exactly right. I mean, yeah. I, like, you know, Destiny, I'm looking forward to playing, but yeah. a big butt here, a gigantic old Jose sized butt. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe head <have> back. <laughs> um, you know, I've already played, I don't know, 10 hours of it, so I'm looking forward to it, but now I'm just going to be going like, oh, I've already played, oh, I've already, okay, okay. Right. 10 hours yeah. in, now I'll be like, oh, cool, this is new stuff. Yeah. So it, it takes a little bit away from the experience. I'm looking forward to Alien Isolation. Yeah. I think that's going to be a good uh, yeah. return to form for survival horror, and then also mm -hmm. just a good alien game, yeah. finally. No? It's like hide and seek. No? I got to play it in three, and it was just I like, did, oh, I you're like... You're in the screen. That's what the game's about. Look at my screen. I thought it was Look at your screen. Now there's an alien. Look at my screen. Where's the alien? Look at my screen. He's right there. And then game over. Shit. I gotta do that again. Look at my screen. Okay. 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 Sean likes that. What's wrong with that? Do Dragon Age now. I'm reading fire. Video game. I am over this. Do NHL 15. <laughs> oh, yeah, they might hit. 
pull my shirt over my head. <laughs> There's a stage show right here. You just go up on stage. That sucks for all the audio portion. <laughs> the That's why you watch the video version of the podcast. You know they had they had Alien on an Oculus yeah, Rift at yeah. E3. That and makes it was sense. So scary. Yeah. I I had to stop. I I, I'm peeing that. right now no. just yeah. thinking of it how was, scary it was. It was too much. If it's possible for there to be too much of a Imagine video, trying to yeah. PT on Oculus. Right. Yeah. Like there I, are I, some. I would, some, not, I would not be able to do it. Like I don't need that shit, man. Like yeah. I don't you know need what? that shit. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. There are so experience. many scary things in real life. I don't yeah. need yeah. that. Here's I'm the thing, though: what? being scared in a video game or going to a scary movie is far less scary than real life, and that it's a safe scare because you know you're going to be. Yeah, okay. but unless you have real life, life scary, is yeah. scary. Movie, so movie though, you have you have the separation. You know that's a character. You know yeah. that's the, no, there's no interaction exactly. in a game. Yeah. It you ramps it. the fear it, up so much more, especially know. a game like PT yeah. or the, yeah. the Dude, Silent Hill. What about that last? The, that last yeah, DLC. Last, the guy yeah, comes yeah, after you. Even like Metro was freaky as shit. The Metro series. The Oculus, the Oculus horror game. You guys, there's no escape. You can't look away. You can't go like. Oh my god! Yeah. Whoa, oh my god! It's so bad. It's happening. You can't do that. You're like, ah, ah, ah what do I do? And you just get to close your eyes, and now you're now you have like headphones on. You're closing your eyes, you'll and down, you're just like you're hand. hearing horrible things. There's no escape. You have to like take everything off and run out of the room. Like, it's way too much, man. I don't like, need. That's I mean, what I want, though. That's I mean, that experience. I got high cholesterol, man. I'll know. Just make me feel right over. That'll be it. Has everyone here read uh, Ready Player One? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that's the world I want to How are they going to make that movie? I don't know. So, <laughs> much, so much licensing. So much licensing. Yeah. Is, is, is it a, a VR set that he puts on in that? Yeah. It's, yeah. A, it's yeah. a headset and... It's like, it's like, like the gloves. anime. Half the gloves, right? Yeah. 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 Which, I mean, that's literally... Because uh, I read the book and then I, Will Wheaton reads the audiobook. Yeah. And that's the one audiobook, like, whenever I'm just bored, I, can, I just throw it on and just keep listening to it. Yeah. Because I love every single thing about that story so much. Yeah, it's like, pretty Because cool. it's like, you know... Oh, that's it's so good. good. That's how I... I just, I, I just wish there was $250 billion hidden in this world that I can go out and find in this yeah. world. <laughs> he did. Didn't he have a... There was a big contest. Yeah, he baked did. into the book. Yeah. So win his DeLorean. DeLorean, yeah. Really? Yeah. Yes. And then the guy who ended up winning the DeLorean had to sell it because uh, his wife needed surgery. So he sold it back to the guy who uh, wrote back the book, to Ernest, Ernest Klein. Klein. Wow. And Ernest Klein let George R.R. R. Martin borrow his DeLorean. Oh, wow. I think we still might have it. That's a lot of water. Cool. There's a yeah. lot going on with this. By the way, yeah, everybody know DeLorean's to totally shitty cars? <laughs> yeah. And then he went, he went on a really, really heavy. Yeah, They've got no pickup. No. It's... We don't have you guys on the on the podcast and often enough, and we have to change that. Yeah. Uh, and we talk about movies as well. Let's have a little movie talk here for a second. Have you seen anything this year? I just saw uh, the new X Men movie. The oh, new X Men. Yeah, it is uh, on the plane. Yeah. Here's the thing about having a oh, baby: you don't see anything. No, I know. <laughs> you do nothing. I mean, if it wasn't for the work, I wouldn't be out. Every no, and I don't want to play video games. Or for a long time, I didn't want to play video games in front of him because I didn't want to like get him hooked on that in yeah. three months, right? So I, I we just had kind of a media blackout. So now I'm finally starting to see things again. I saw the X-Men movie. On the plane. Oh, on the shitty. plane. Uh, I, listen, are you kidding? It was I'm, glorious. It's a great There was no baby screaming. Yeah. There wasn't the smell of shit wafting through the air. It was just but a little But you were on a plane, screen. so that might happen. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. true. But I had like my little noise-canceling headphones on. It was just me and this kind of mediocre X-Men movie. <laughs> mediocre? Awesome. Yeah. I, I have issues with the way they dealt with the time. Oh, uh, guys, I haven't seen it. I haven't yeah. seen it. Okay, and I just, can I just tell you the one thing? Here's just the one thing. Yeah. There was one line. La, 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 uh, the movie, uh, well, not, this is not a spoiler, but there's one line I'm going to spoil. Okay. At one point early on, uh, 
Magneto. He's in the movie, Steve. Spoiler <laughs> alert! Magneto's in the movie. Someone is talking to him. There's another spoiler alert. There's another person. Dialogue, Magneto! And says something, he says something about crazy. He says, like, you know, well, I'm crazy. And then Magneto says, um, I don't know karate. Or he says something about karate. He says, I don't know karate, but I know crazy. <laughs> Which is a James Brown line. Uh, That's from a song, from a James Brown song. It's a great. I, I don't know that. karate. What, but Magneto can listen to James Brown. It was, uh, it was in the seventies, but it was such a. It was so out of character for this like Magneto, who was not it. funny and goofy at all, to just Wait. like out of nowhere after being close your ears, kind of trapped in the space because they trapped him in a space. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, just kind of bust out this like James Brown lyric. <laughs> it was like yeah, so. Yeah, what the fuck first was that? Class, though, right? Yeah, but he, this is after this he is had, Fassbender, right? Yeah, but he that had, kind of fits his. He version was of angry it. at the end of that. By the end of that movie, he was all bitter and he was like, "Our mutant war." He wasn't yeah. fucking loving it at yeah. all. I just thought a lot of the characters, a lot of the stuff, was just wow. super weird tone. Okay, I have a feeling yeah. Sean's nitpicks are going to be deeper. Than I'm not going to go into it. It's uh, I, Steve hasn't seen it. Adam, who is our producer camera guy, has years. not seen it. Yeah, you can uncover your ears. Anyway, uh, yeah, hey, his ears are coming. So, X-Men was the last movie yeah. you saw. Marissa, something you saw that you really liked recently? I loved it. You oh, what, the X-Men movie? What, what, no, what about the F-Word? Word? How cool is that The F-Word is so freaking so good. More yeah. people need to see this movie. It Hilarious. is so good. It, yeah, it really... Called What If because of the MPAA. What If. In, in the States, I'd say. No. In the UK as well, yeah. yeah. So uh, They changed the ending from when I saw it at TIFF last oh, year. Oh, did they? Yeah, they've now... So. Um, before it was well, uh, no, 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 no. You know how the credits have the animated sequence, yeah, yeah. and then it's interspersed with actual footage of them doing the things that you see them oh. do in the anime. You've seen the the credits. Yeah, I've seen the credits. We were so they didn't credits. actually show them after it was just all animated before. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's so cool. I think it's a little too. But still, like, it's a great story. Um, more people need to go and see really it. It's really funny. But nobody seems to be going to the movies lately because nobody even went to go see Sin City. That's not Bombed. doing so well mm-hmm. yeah. either. Yeah. yeah. Um, that was cool. Crazy. And it was a really cool um, Weird cinematic experience. Yeah. Felt like yeah. The, yeah. They, they didn't I mean there was a time where the iron was hot for yeah. that movie. Everyone was stoked about it. Took, it was took like, too long, yeah. Took way but it too was long. it was cool. It was cool. Yeah. Jose, you've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen some good stuff recently. I really, really enjoyed Boyhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, Twelve year process of making that film. And it's cut like you know, they it didn't take twelve years. You know, yeah. like you see a kid playing his clamshell SP. It's not because they had to go find one and set up the scene. It was because that's what he was playing back in the day because that's what was out. That was that's new. awesome. And just how the whole movie came together. We have to review together. that on the show. Yeah, we have it was, to. Yeah. It was such a good experience. Don't you know? take 12 years I mean, to review it. Yeah, no. don't, yeah we're in process of reviewing it. Thank you. Thank you. Totally got Richard Linklater to do a cameo. I know. He's doing a cameo on Reviews in the Run. Richard Linklater. That's incredible. Yes, and Movies on the Plane. I saw Chef. Oh yeah, oh, John Favreau movie was great. Yeah. Oh, okay. It was so good. I, uh, like a month ago, I had the choice to watch Lock or Chef, and everybody, I heard so much about this Lock movie with Tom Hardy. Pull the like, concrete. So you got to pull the concrete. That was amazing. You need to pull the concrete. <laughs> pull the concrete. There needs to be C six, not C eight. Pull the concrete. What the fuck is this movie getting so much praise for? It is an hour and a half of him making phone calls. It is, it is so. You know how hard it is to hold the screen for an hour. I and saw half Ryan Reynolds and buried, which was like you have that. Oh my God, he's buried alive. How does his phone work? That was but also. How is he going to deal with the situation? <laughs> this is just like no. Pull the concrete. Listen, I made a mistake. 
I thought this chick one time, now she is pregnant and having my baby. I'm <laughs> going to the hospital. <laughs> I am going that's to the hospital. Spread, no, that's the accent. It was just, I just, I couldn't believe how crazy it was. And then Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Which I've seen three times. I'm hooked on a film. It is good, but I mean, it's not. Downey says it's the best Marvel movie. Never seen it. I mean, to, yeah, the fact, the fact is that, that you interviewed him? No, it's one of his The fact that they got to introduce all of these characters. It's not like yeah. we had the Avengers lineup before, you know, all, we, got to, we got to meet all those characters beforehand. This was like, here's a whole slew of characters you're probably not even going to know. No, and I didn't And we're going to intro them. all of them. Yeah. And maybe you're going to have a good experience. And I thought, like, I mean, Chris Pratt, that dude. He's, he's great. He's, he's awesome. Nice I actually, cool. I can see him now as Indiana Jones. Which yeah. is crazy for me. That's like a big leap for me. Yeah. 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 Right. You've you stepped out off the pedestal. Stamp of oh. approval. Right. Yeah, no. If, if there's going to be another actor that's going to be indie, he's he's okay. Okay, Chris, you got the okay. All right. So, so wait, you got the last yeah, The guy that you okay. previously thought would be okay. Uh, uh, Nicholas uh, Cage? Cage? No. No. <laughs> Nikolai, who's the guy in Game of Thrones? Yeah. Uh, no. I think he'd be great as a because he was in that movie with those three women? No. Mama? No, the other one. I, th I still think he would be good as Indiana Jones, but I, I think Chris Pratt's the all-American, you know, Harrison Ford-ish guy. Okay. I think, you know, he's he's got a comedy root background, I think, which is kind of weird, but yeah, Chris just Pratt wait, works. Just wait until my spoof comes he out. He doesn't have that great. carpentry background. He doesn't have the yeah. carpentry background. Yeah, no. yeah. 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 Um, wow. carpentry, uh, carpentry background. Oh, okay. I, I think they are going to go back to indie. My my uh, my gut is telling me. It said in Ready Player One that there was more. Yeah. Well, I think J.J. Uh, is not directing the. Uh, this is my theory that he's not directing the next Star Wars movies. Ryan Johnson's going to be doing mm -hmm. eight and nine because he's going to reboot Indiana Jones. That's what my theory is. Yeah. He's going to go back mm. and because uh, I think J.J. wants to touch all of the stuff that influenced him and got him. Hopefully, he'll bring. Hopefully, he'll bring, uh, hopefully he'll bring uh, uh, Larry with him. Hopefully, he'll bring. Uh, Chasm yeah, I mean, to rewrite. I, uh, yeah, I mean, he's building all of those connections and relationships. Yeah, because right? that's that's just like, and, hopefully Larry goes with and, and, and honestly, they they have built Blair. better stuff than that era. You know, like yeah. that era, right up until like when Cameron came out with with Aliens and yeah. Terminator. It's like that was the best stuff that we saw in this space, and they haven't really exceeded that. You know, Guardians might have come the closest. Avatar, to some degree, came pretty close, but that was the you know between the late seventies to the Early '90s. That was the time that, like, this sort of blockbuster age really transformed. You know what, you know what movie I, I I wanted to kind of See? begin this again was yeah. was Super Eight, which yeah. was a film I know, that right? I saw again recently on cable. Great movie. And I I kind of I, I had kind of mixed feelings about it when it came out. I watched it again. The first like the, the hour half, half and, movie is some, great. and yeah. some of that movie was the closest to the Goonies exactly. or one yeah. of those great yeah. old '80s movies that we're constantly trying, for, trying to right? do yeah. again. Yeah. And, then, and it just like that kind of, and it kind of yeah. fell apart towards the end. It did, yeah. But God, can we try that again? Yeah, yeah. I would yeah. love to see Spielberg and one of these directors try that. Feeling, again. Yeah. such a good vibe. You want, you want that glow again? Yeah. yeah. You know, Cowboys and Aliens was kind of not that thing but it's the same kind of deal where it falls apart halfway through the thing great premise great setup great beginning and then we should, yeah, do, we should do a movie called 1080p do you think uh, <laughs> there's been news online from well not like official news but Disney re-releasing the original Star Wars trilogy on yeah. Alter do you think that's going to happen yes yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure yeah, yeah. 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 next year is going to be so much money to be an made, assault yeah. of Star Wars stuff proper Star so Wars order I'm into that, I'm into that. Uh, Star Wars order do I know it? 
Yeah, you, watch you just watch four, five, and six. You forget yeah. one, two, and three. Yeah, I think. you got to watch four, five, one, two, three, six. No, you just and you find three. out that Darth Vader's his father, and you go back and get the backstory, and then you end it. But now they got the new ones coming you out. Just, so I watched all the ones. Never, I never watched one, two, three. You just skip one, two, and three, and you watch four, five, six, here's, and then you here's watch the order. That's, that's my other theory: is that here's, they're going to totally abandon those first yeah. three movies and they're going to redo them again. They're and, not. No, they're yeah. not, no, no they'll yeah. just re-release them. No, no, no. They'll make some. I hope they. I hope they redo them. They. I hope no, they're they, not. Uh, they got another trilogy to do, and they got all these spin-offs too. They're not going to revisit the prequels. True. Prequels are done. Maybe we'll forget it. We'll forget it. What if they reboot Star Wars? We already have. Yeah. With prequels. <laughs> reboot Star Wars altogether. Why? Why not? Just reboot it? Yeah. Like just reboot Luke Skywalker it. Skywalker. Yeah. Like a New Luke Skywalker. New Luke Skywalker. Yeah, Robert Pattinson. Reboot it for uh, Oculus. Reboot it for Oculus Rift. Um, <laughs> That'll happen in 30, 40 years yeah. from now. Sure. So Ridley I'll Scott has said that... that uh, don't! Don't don't talk about Ridley Scott. Are you going to talk Blade about Blade Runner 2? Blade Runner 2. Oh, he has said that it's a great stop. script. And here's sure. Really? Ow! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's also going to work on The Graduate 2. Of all the movies that could have stood alone, Titanic stand alone, Blade Runner stand alone. Blade Runner is one of the best of my If you have to revisit it, why do you got to bring it? what's coming. Go with the winner. Rusty Old Harrison. I think there was a sequel to that. Scarlet. I don't want to see Harrison Ford in Star Wars. I... What? I don't want to see him in what? Blade Runner 2. You know what? I had a he fucking... He was a robot. I don't care if he's going to play the creator of the robots. He was a robot. He can't age. He died you, after whatever. You should see The Expendables 3. Imagine, imagine, that was a good yeah. Imagine if Blade Runner 2 is like Children of, the, Children of Men. That yeah. level of... Uh, imagine if, if Blade Runner was a, an awesome movie in the 80s and they just left the fuck alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Imagine it's kind of like remaking Big Trouble in Little China. Yeah. Just don't, don't touch it or do it. You don't do it. Or are you Robo-com. reading the comic? Right. Yeah. yeah. It's great. Has, there, has, has yeah. any of... Have, have there ever been... Has there ever been a good remake of one of these kinds of movies? In, yes. In current, remember, remember when uh, Carrie was remade and it was so much better? I don't exactly. Know. No. Yeah. no. I mean, I no. they're just one disaster. What are you that. trying to say? New Conan wasn't mind blowing. I actually like that Conan movie. Yeah, I know. That's why I mentioned that one. Oh, you said <laughs> Not the other shitty one. What about when New yeah. Robocop was so awesome? Was right? And wow. such social no. recall. No. But you know what? Oh, New shit. Robocop right. That's actually bad. Let's. I want to I want to hear your uh, your favorite remake. Yeah. Right. You know, if you've got one, point it out, tell us why, and also the worst most heinous Teenage biggest mutant. I'm going to I'm going to go out there and say New Robocop, not that bad. Bad. Oh, really? Yeah. The, the thing There's I didn't like about it was that it. The, the original Robocop was known for those quirky hyper-violence yeah. and the hyper-violence. Yeah. And the best one-liners in the new Robocop were ones they took from the yeah. old Robocop. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Got one. Judge Dredd. Better. Yes! yes. 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 Way better. Nailed it. Yeah. Possibly yeah. yeah. better. Um, but all the rest of them were terrible. Footloose? Come on. Really? Karate Kid? That one killed me. The Karate Kid. Oh, yeah. And it was oh, Kung Fu Kid. It was Kung Fu Kid. Oh god! No, no, no! Because he learned karate. Because he learned kung fu. Oh, because he learned right. No, he actually right. Oh, so. Oh, you know, all those Asians are the same, interchangeable. (laughs) Yeah. Brown guys, man. This is great. We're ending like that. (laughs) Are we done? I think so. Yeah, Yeah, we got to get back to that. Thank you. That was a good point. But if you're seeing this, this will still happen on the weekend. So come see us at Fan Expo. Yes, if you're in Toronto. There are many panels happening. I'm going to Pax, bitches. Yeah. Say hi to Jose at Pax. If you're in Seattle, you're going to see some of the EPN team there, which is. Pretty damn rad, Adam. You want to come and say hi to everybody? Yeah, get in here, Adam. Quickly, Adam, quit um, it. Adam this, can. You guys don't know me, but hi. <laughs> two, two seconds ago, he was yawning his ass off. Aww, <laughs> we love him. He <laughs> uh, do we want to say spoilers. fingers in the bum or anything? Or? Uh, <laughs> I think we just did. Bit we just did. <laughs> Pause.
possibly. Like, like to thank Starbucks? Any this <laughs> May the fingers and the bum be with you. <laughs> yes. It's a, I mean, it's a good time. I'm going to try it. Stitcher! <laughs> Thanks for watching, time. everybody. Thanks Bye. for listening. Bye. Bye. Appreciate it. <laughs>